This podcast is a segment of the book, Godly Grit, scheduled for publication in late spring or early summer 2021. It will be available at Amazon as a Kindle ebook, in paperback, and as an audiobook. Legalism is the internalization and personalization of a set of rules or a code of conduct, strictly adhered to and promoted as the way to achieve righteousness. Legalism emphasizes what you do and neglects what you are. Legalism is an attempt to secure righteousness in God's sight by good works. Those who live legalistically add human rules to God's laws and treat them as divine. What is the appeal of legalism? What is the power of legalism? Legalism is attractive because the focus of living is on what you do and not who you are. If you are legalistic, you can push aside your depravity and focus on gaining favor with God through outward actions. If you mess up, you deal with the guilt by asking for forgiveness and then move on. Living this way is more comfortable than being open with who you are and being dependent on God's grace and mercy to set you free. There is no need for dependence on grace and mercy. With legalism, work harder and it will all be okay. You may experience some guilt with legalism, but is less devastating than being exposed to the shame for who you are. With legalism, the focus is on the external and not the messy, confusing internal. Legalism puts me in control. I get to be the creator, interpreter, and deliverer of the code. I make myself God. Legalism negates the necessity for the atoning work of Christ on the cross. We are not at His mercy. We are at the mercy of a self-crafted set of righteous defining rules. Legalism promotes arrogance, insecurity, desire for power, and greed. There is no room to experience the joy of the Lord or the move of the Spirit under legalism. With legalism, the burden is performance. Legalism will drain your resilience and grit and eventually burn you out. Legalism is a mighty stronghold as it encourages you to focus on your performance and measuring up to others. It would be best if you tore down the stronghold of legalism. To tear it down does not mean you throw out all the components of a code of conduct. No, there is a way we should be living, a practice that glorifies God, but we should not be living that way in an attempt to gain favor with God. We should be living rightly out of gratitude and love for God. Our love for God should motivate our living and not the other way around, where we expect our way of living to give us a special status with God. The essence of legalism is an attempt to build a man-made structure on a God-given foundation. We need to tear down the structure, but not destroy the foundation. There are critical foundational beliefs. If you answer yes to the following questions, 
your key belief system is intact. Do you believe the Bible is the inspired, infallible Word of God? Do you believe that God sent His Son to be born to a virgin and to die as an atonement for your sin? Do you believe that Jesus rose from the dead? These core beliefs are called the fundamentals of Christianity. Be careful, do not convert your code of faith into a legalistic code of conduct. What does the Bible teach us about legalism? Jesus addresses legalism in Luke 18, verses 9 to 14. Jesus taught this parable to those who were convinced they were morally upright and those who trusted in their own virtue yet looked down on others with disgust. Once there were two men who went into the temple to pray. One was a proud religious leader, the other a despised tax collector. The religious leader stood apart from the others and prayed, How I thank you, O God, that I am not wicked like everyone else. They're cheaters, swindlers, and crooks, like that tax collector over there. God, you know that I never cheat or commit adultery. I fast from food twice a week, and I give you a tenth of all I make. The tax collector stood off alone in the corner, away from the holy place, and covered his face in his hands, feeling that he was unworthy to even look up to God. Beating his breast, he sobbed with brokenness and tears, saying, God, please, in your mercy and because of the blood sacrifice, forgive me, for I am nothing but the most miserable of all sinners. Which one of them left for home that day made right with God? It was the humble tax collector and not the religious leader. For everyone who praises himself will one day be humiliated before all, and everyone who humbles himself will one day be lifted up and honored before all. Take time to meditate on this parable. Are you legalistic? Is your Christian life a performance? Are you working to gain God's favor? How do you know if you are legalistic? Are you suffering under the stronghold of legalism? Living a legalistic life affects how you view yourself, others, and God. Are you spending time and energy looking for a formula for righteousness? If you feel a constant pressure to do, and your life could be defined by a list of what you feel compelled to do, then you are most likely legalistic. There is no joy in legalism. Actions that are an expression of your knowledge of God's love brings joy. Actions performed to gain God's favor bring defeat. A necessary part of spiritual growth is Bible study, meditation, prayer, fasting, fellowship with godly people, and the performance of good deeds for the glory of God. If these practices are a pressure that you feel need to be checked off your daily to-do list, you are most likely legalistic. These spiritual practices are an essential part of knowing God and should not be a performance. Do you live constantly comparing yourself with others? If you live in this storm of constant comparison, you are looking to others to set the standard for righteousness. You are legalistic. 
If you believe blessings are a reward for good performance and forgiveness needs to be earned, you are legalistic. If you are on a too tight schedule and focused on continually doing, then you are legalistic. If you do not experience joy just because your sins are forgiven, then you are legalistic. We should be living the words of the psalmist in Psalm 32, verse 1. How happy and fulfilled are those whose rebellion has been forgiven, those whose sins are covered by blood. We have a reason for joy that is not dependent on our circumstances, performance, achievements, or status. If you perform your good deeds to get God to love you or feel like God is never happy with you, you are legalistic. If you are legalistic, it will affect how you view others. If you are an impatient judge of others, quick to be critical, you are legalistic. If you see others as being more blessed or favored by God, you are legalistic. If you are angry when others receive grace and feel everything in God's kingdom needs to be equal, you are legalistic. If you look down on others and see yourself as superior, you are legalistic. If you focus on praising outward actions and miss the motives, you are legalistic. The most damaging part of being legalistic is that it affects how you view God. If you are legalistic, you view God as a dispenser of blessing based on merit. Legalism is a sin because it devalues the work of Christ that is necessary for our salvation. If you are legalistic, you are saying that Jesus' sacrifice was not enough. It is not humanly possible to save ourselves. The lie of the enemy is that you can save yourself through your righteous performance. Legalism is much like narcissism in that the main focus is self-focus. Keep in mind the words of Jesus from Luke 11:14. For everyone who praises himself will one day be humiliated before all, and everyone who humbles himself will one day be lifted up and honored before all. God did not place us on this planet to build ourselves up. He set us here to know Him and build His kingdom. Another downside to legalism is that it fosters rebellion. In a legalistic community, you have two options. You can follow the code or you can rebel against the code. When legalism prefers compliance over relationship, it encourages outright rejection and rebellion. Legalism is a destructive stronghold used by the enemy to cause you to focus on your performance and compliance and miss what God has available for you. So what is the cure for legalism? The only treatment for legalism is to be continuously reminded of what Christ accomplished for you on the cross. As hard as you try, you do not have spiritual bootstraps to grab and pull yourself into God's favor. You are already in God's favor. He provided a way for you, a path that cost the suffering and life of His Son before you even acknowledged Him. You cannot buy your salvation or sanctification by trying to do better as hard as you might. 
this reality should be the source of abundant joy. What does the Bible say about legalism? God's Word talks a lot about the errors of trying to live by the law. God desires that His people are free to experience His love and to know that it is by His generous grace that we can live without the burden of the law today. Obedience to God is the obedience of love, not an adherence to a set of rules. Yes, how you live your life is important, and living in God's grace is not a license to behave foolishly or irresponsibly. Our actions still have consequences, so it is essential to live wisely. God's Word is full of advice on how to live wisely, but it is still only by His grace and mercy that we can walk in His favor. Here are a few passages worth considering regarding living by the law versus living by grace. Galatians 3 verses 10 to 13 But if you choose to live in bondage under the legalistic rule of religion, you live under the law's curse. For it is clearly written, Utterly cursed is everyone who fails to practice every detail and requirement that is written in this law. For the scriptures reveal, and it is obvious, that no one achieves the righteousness of God by attempting to keep the law. For it is written, Those who have been made holy will live by faith. But keeping the law does not require faith, but self-effort. For the law teaches, if you practice the principles of the law, you must follow all of them. Yet Christ paid the full price to set us free from the curse of the law. He absorbed it completely as he became a curse in our place. For it is written, everyone who is hung upon a tree is doubly cursed. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For it was only through this wonderful grace that we believed in him. Nothing we did could ever earn this salvation. For it was the gracious gift from God that brought us to Christ. So no one will ever be able to boast, for salvation is never a reward for good works or human striving. Romans 3, 28. So our conclusion is this, God's wonderful declaration that we are righteous in His eyes can only come when we put our faith in Christ and not in keeping the law. Legalism is a stronghold that will cause you to focus on your performance and rob you of the joy of your salvation. You must tear down the fortress of legalism.